Um, today's daf we learned daf yud, and yesterday's shul we ended with Rabbi Yossi's shit on the Mishnah. Rabbi said, really is that, for example, we said in the Mishnah one is allowed not write, not allowed to write a get on on animals or ochlim and things like that. Anything called vashesh boruachai. So the question is, al that the Rabbi Yossi the Gemara says yada ochlim kriochlim, meaning is the yad of an ochel like ochel, and therefore you can't use it to write a get on it. So, for example, et, say, a stem or, or wood that's connected to ochel is a puzzle because it's mukhubar to it. That's kind of the idea. So, Nishmini Mahana, this from the following. Katvual get hatzvi, as our karen hatzvi. Let's say they ride a get on the horn of a, of a tzvi, of a deer. Vigadado, and it was kat vichatmo, and then it was signed. So, the ktiva with the, sorry, not just the ktiva, the, the signatures, because this is, Reb Chaim says, this is according to Rabbi Meir, the edi chatimakarti, meaning that's the critical point. And then Manatnullah and then gives it over to her, then it'd be Kasha. Kamar's That's because it was cut first and then signed. Haim Khatmu, but if it was signed first and then cut off, law, you wouldn't be able to. Okay. What's the deal here? Let's look at Rakhaim. He says, in other words, that the Balachai Mifsalaget. Because the understanding is, firstly, it must be Rebbe you cannot write a get on a on an animal. That's assumption of the Yushalmi here. Forget that thing I was mentioning on the Ketav Katan yesterday. And therefore, the Sviralid, and the issue is you're writing it on the horn, not the animal itself. Let's continue. The Sviralid to Huadin Lakaren Kolamakubar Litzvi Mifsal Debatel Tzvi. And therefore, the assumption is that the horn itself is battle to the Tzvi. And since you can't ride it on the tzvi, which is an animal, you can't ride it on the horn. Ah, so you see, even the yad would be a problem. Yad ochlin kiyochlin. Okay? So for the yad is battle to the ochel itself. However, Reb Chaim says we've got a problem here. But the keren itself is part of, it's like a living organism. It's part of the animal. Right? It draws its uh, life force from it. The table maybe just simply say to Karen Atmasumushumbalechaim. Why don't you say the horn itself while it's attached to the animal is also because it's like riding on the animal itself? It's not like a yad to the animal, it is the animal. That's Rukhaim's question. Uba Korban Aida, equates a god and Mayabi, we're talking about that Svi was shachut, that Svi was already shechted. And therefore, it's not an issue of being reading on a writing on a balechaim, it's an issue of writing it on food. Okay. So, ah, that's what it could be. So, therefore, the one answer, one answer is we're talking about riding on the horn that's attached to the ochel. The fact that I can't ride on the, the horn while it's attached to ochel means yad ochel ka ochel. Then that's a stronger proof. However, says, who says this? Where do we see in the Gemara that's referring to the Sheikh the deer? Okay. Maybe it's talking about Maybe it's because, how do you know this is Mamash the proof? It could be that that's referring to an animal, and, and meaning, well, it's so animal still alive, and the horn's still attached. The reason why you can't ride it, ride it on the horn is because it's about, it's drawing its sustenance. And Reb Chaim leaves it as a question on this Gemara in terms of why is it such a solid proof when you've got all these questions that he raised. Okay, let's continue. Rav Acha B'Shem Rav Maisha says, Pusha Katav Toshel Karen, Aval. In other words, a horn itself has a zakruto, the inside of it, and like the shell on the outside. Okay, the shofar we blow is like the shell on the outside, really, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there's, the issue is when you write on the zakruto, the inside one, Reb Chaim says that's the pnimi shebekeren, that's when it's mamash part of it. However, 
if it's if it's the narti call, then it's um then we say it's uh it's kaparusha. It's always if it's separate, it's not even battle to the bayim. Okay, that's the horns. Next question. So we talked. We said. I'm actually reading Chaim's point. He says the question is again against Rabbi Yossi Aglili. He says Balachaim is like Mechubar. Okay, well, kind of like Mechubar. Meaning we saw before that just as you according to Chacham, you can't write a gather something Mechubar like Karaka. Rabbi Yossi Aglili is also says Melashon Sefer says that you can't write that you can't write a get on an animal, a living creature as well. So therefore, the question is, does he equate an animal therefore with something that's more Chubala Karaka? For what purpose? For the purpose of Hechshar Zerayim. I'll explain in a second. So I'll just read behind me more. It says, Mi chashib rabbi yossi yaglili b'balechaim k'mukhobar dichi heichid medami b'balechaim l'karaka just like medami he treats b'balechaim l'karaka forget the shneim psulim do we say anything by Hechshar Zerayim? So I'll explain. Chashib aleim nagmar says, she yardu al behima umina behima l'ochlim misaman and machshava that with that uh, regarding rain. Now I explain. I, there's a long rabbi but I'll explain it outside. In order for food to become susceptible, some of them have to come into contact with one of the seven liquids. That's called hechshir. Okay, we've talked about it before. That's yad shachatam, one of the seven liquids. One of the seven liquids is water. But the rain just—let's say you leave something outside by mistake, and it just rains on it. That doesn't make it susceptible to tumah. The fact that water came into contact with it, it doesn't automatically make it susceptible. It has to be what's called the ratzon. Either it was talush, what's the machloka rishonim? Let's keep it simple. Either it was talush l'ratzon, meaning the water was attached from its place l'ratzon, or you wanted it to, for example, be there. So you move it around inside. You were happy with the water. You start, you know, moving it around so everything gets wet. So when it comes to rain, what's talush l'ratzon? It means you you intentionally wanted the rain to fall on this uh, on your, you know, you put it outside for it to rain on. Okay. Now, what the Gemara is saying is, if, however, you wanted it to say filler to wash something's muhubala karaka, and then that rain falls on other food, it won't make it susceptible to tumma. Okay, that's something muhubala karaka. If, however, I want it to wash off a clear of mine, I left it outside. If that water then falls onto other food, it will make it susceptible to tumma. Even though I didn't want it to necessarily fall on the food, nonetheless, it was it rained the rats on, if you like, on that cleat and it splashed on it. The question now is: what happens if you want it to wash your animal? The animal's dirty, you put it out in the rain, and then some of the water splashed on it. Does he treat an animal like it's mukhubala karaka in that sense? That therefore it's like wanting it to fill a fill up a, a pit of in, in the ground or something like that. And therefore it's mukhubala karaka, and if it splashes onto any any fruit, it won't make susceptible to susceptible, susceptible to tumma. Or not, or is it like a kli? That's the question he's saying. So that's with all that background that's trying to read inside. What happens if it, he, he wanted it to rain on this animal and then it splashed onto food? Do we say just like before that that because it said sefer, okay, the term sefer when he said came to exclude anything that's not a sefer. And therefore, as a result, we said that in Mena Behema and Karkar is exactly the same. So to here, it says, it says first of a Kli. Okay. So maybe Kli also would mean anything, it would exclude not just things attached to the ground, also animals as well, or Shneer here. Maybe it's different. Because why it says, Maybe because in the pasuk it has a rebuy of extra kol, not just kli, like the ad pasuk said sefer. 
Well, it says clean, maybe because Bechol is also maybe Merabar in Adam. So the Gemara says, if you've got call, then maybe then if you're saying that call is a ribui, then maybe then that we then even if it was you had intention for it to fill up a you know water hole, cisterns, ma'arot, and things like that, maybe it also include those, and we know it doesn't. So the Gemara says, no, no, because already the Pasuk says kli, it's mema'at something. So it's got a mema'at if it's filling up water for water holes and things like that. Maybe kol is coming to marabe, say an animal. Okay? Because there's more of a reason to marabe animal than saimim chubar lakarka. That's we, like, like we find by chachamim, for example. The chachamim by get mema'at were excluded saimim chubar lakarka, but nonetheless, you're allowed to do it on an animal. Okay? So, and we leave it as a question that it's not so clear what his position would be. Okay? Fine. Let's go back to laws of Eruven. Um, next mission, Halachachet. Shayara Shachanat Begbika. Let's say you've got a, a, a caravan. So people are travelers and they make a makeshift, uh, not all, sorry, not make Eruv, makeshift Mechitza. Vikifua and they're surrounded by clay behema and they make a surround with all their uh, animal, so the um, the saddles, things like that, pack saddles, pillows, things like that. Then you metal them, you're able to metal tell within it. Provided that again, the makeshift wall they've made is 10 tfachim high. And also, there can be gaps, but provided the gaps aren't, the, the amount of gaps aren't more than the amount of standing wall. That's again, Omed, Marubala, Parots, like we've seen before. Now, Mara says, however, asar If you've got a pirza, a breach, that is 10 amot wide, then it's muteret, provided once again you have omed murubala parots. Why mipneshi kapetach, because it's like a petach. Your termikan, if it's more than that, then it's going to ruin it. It would be asur. Okay? Like you've got a much, much, a, a pirza breach in your side, you don't have a problem with the surrounding. Okay, let's get to the shayra. So the Gemara asks the following question. Like, what's the chiddush to the fact you make a makeshift wall with pillows and saddles and things like that? Like, what's the chiddush? It's a wall, no? So the Gemara asks, Ravacha b'shem Rav Chasdai says, Lamin Yitzracha, who's the Chiddush for? That's teacher of Yosef Bar Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, why? The Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda says, Omer kol mechitza she'enu shtiva arev eno mechitza. As we'll see in the coming in um, in the coming Mishnah, there's we there's other ways to make mechitza. And that's just simply with, you know, horizontal strings, you know, pulled across. Provided, again, you've got, you can just simply make three horizontal strings, and we'll see in the next Mishnah, and there's less than three tfachim between each of those strings. So you can write principle Lavud, provided the strings themselves make up more than a tefach, such as the height of such a construction is 10 tfachim high, then it would, um, th- th- then you'd have a wall. And similarly, you could do the same thing with vertical posts. I can make vertical posts. And as long as there's less than three tfachim between them, then it's fine. However, Rabbi Yossi, however, we see Rabbi Yossi, what is his cholak? He says, no, that doesn't work. You, even if, even though it's a shayara, even though it's a caravan of people traveling, you need a proper shtiva arev. You need vertical and side posts. You can't rely on this makeshift type of thing. Okay. So therefore, what's the, our Mishnah is needed. The chiddush of the Mishnah is to teach that even according to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, who has a much more machmir view of the definition of machitza, if you make it with saddles and things like that, and there is maruba, sorry, uh, omen marubala parutz, it would be okay. Okay, that's the that's what's trying to teach us here. Okay, let's as we say. Okay, I'll just read you. I'll read Reb Chaim. Even it's a good mechitza, min atora mikomakom mechitza gruhitz. It's a sub palm mechitza. 
In other words, it's not that Rabbi Yossi doesn't agree with the concept of um, of Lavud. He just thinks it's a Sabpa one, therefore it's Asumid Rabbana. So therefore, you might think if he puzzled a mechitza that's based on the wood, he might also puzzle a mechitza that's based on omed muruba alaparots. So that's why the mission is teaching us, no, don't think that he agrees with that. Okay. But Tanikem, Bukholos in Mechitza, Afilu Bokfim, these are saddles, Avitim, Avitim like cushions, Afilu Gmalim. You can even use the donkeys to form your sorry, your camels to form the mechitza. Ubavad, once again, Shloye ben ikuf le ikuf male ikuf, ben avit la avit, or avid, you got here avit, malo avit, ben gamal la gamal malo gamal. In other words, you can't have them spaced, in other words, you can't be exactly the width of your saddle spaced by the exact same width, right? Because you have to have omed maruba al haparuts. Okay, Ubavad Shaloya Omed can get Omed or Parrots can get Parrots, El Omed can get Parrots, Parrots can get Omed. Let me just share what that's look like. I'll just share the screen now. We're going to have doing lots of screen sharing from this point onwards. Yeah. In other words, you can't be that your breaches are Mamashi line for the Mukfulash, as you can tell on the right hand side picture. Because as soon as you've got that, you have a problem. Meaning Shalor Rabchaim says, Vahavali Pirza Mufulashet. Because as soon as you've got a Pirza Mufulashet that you can, it can pass straight through, then you've got a problem. Okay, but uh, it rather has to be that it's not Mufulesh, like I can see on the picture on the left. Okay, let's continue. Okay, let's continue. Now, here, let's continue with this uh, next next diagram. It says as follows, this chart. So now what the Gemara is going to do, now we've seen this before in Masech Kilaim. It's going to compare the Dina Mechitzas of Kilaim to that of Shabbos. Now, it's not that Kilaim needs a the dinner of mechitzot to be surrounded off because that's different but rather concept kilaim is what's considered a mechitzah to separate between two different minim that i can now I don't have to have the normal distance separation between the two i can go pretty much up to the wall so the gemara says for kilaim now you can look at the chart so here i've got the mid dot on the right hand side and the different halachas going sort of on the on the left you can see in the chart and we're going to go downwards so first point is, is as follows as soon as you've got less than three we rely on the principle of wood if it's sealed up. You can you can plant even in front of the space. It's not a problem. If you're talking about from three to four, meaning the gaps are and also the pieces, as you'll see, then if it's omen maraba ala parutz, then that's great. Omen maraba ala parutz, then we can, you, the whole thing's mutar. You can even plant in front of the spaces. Okay. However, if it's parutz ramar ala omed, then you can't plant even in front of the, the wall parts, because each since the wall parts themselves aren't four wide, then it's not considered chashuv. It's not even a problem mechitza, and it's as if it's not there effectively. You don't have mechitzas at all, and you can't, this would not be a good separation between two different minim. Let's continue. If you go from four to ten, meaning that's the gaps and the sizes, Im omed rabala parots, then it's mutar, fantastic, right? Meaning, if you've got more standing than parots, then even in front of the spaces would be okay up until ten, because they're like a petach, it's like a doorway. So you can even plant on either side of that empty space. However, im parots rabala omed, if the parots are ramala, I mean, if there's more empty space, then there is standing wall. And that situation is different. Now we say you can't rely on empty spaces because it's not like a consistent wall anymore. 
you can't plant keneged ha'omed is mutar. You can plant on either side of that standing wall because each standing wall is a good mechitz on its own. However, keneged ha'parutz asur, but the, the, the empty spaces in between, you can't view them as patachim anymore because you don't have a din mechitz all that along it because it's more parutz than there is omed. And therefore, it'd be asur to plant on those parts. However, your me'eser, if it's now the breaches are more than 10, you can't look at the breaches being patachim anymore. Therefore, af al pisha omed rabala parots. Even if the omed is greater than parots, can I get an omed is mutar? Can I get a parot to Fine. As we said, by the omed parts, those bits of wall would act as a good separation, and clearly the parots parts would not. Now that's no matter what, no matter if it's more amod or parots or not, because again, because there's too much of a breach, I can't rely. I can't look at this whole thing as a consistent mechitza. However, when it comes to Shabbos. What about Shabbos? For Shabbos, laws of Mechitza, once again, let's go from the top. If it's less than three Tfachim, you can run the wood and it's considered sealed. If it's about from three to ten, three to four or four to ten, we'll discuss the three to four in a moment. It says, If you've got Omed Rabala Parots, then it's considered like a sealed wall, you, then you've got a good Mechitza. If the parots is if in in uh, in parots rabala omed if there's more breaches then there is standing wall you don't have a good mechitz for Shabbos and you can't carry within that region it's asur your teremeser if the breach itself if there's a breach more than ten as we explained before in the Mishnah im afal pisho med rabala parots even if you have more standing wall than that of the breaches it does not matter you've got too much of a breach it ruins your mechitzer and carrying would be asur now. Rav Hananya said, the Rabbi Yehuda ben Pazi said, B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan. He says, see this one I've got that's, that's crossed off here? That one we've got, you, should, you shouldn't be goris that. Meaning, late kan mishalosh v'ad arba. You can't goris this mishalosh v'ad arba, this case here when it comes to Shabbos. Why? In other words, we said, if it's mishalosh v'ad arba, if it's omed rabala parots on Shabbos, great, you've got a lot of mechitza, don't you? You can carry, now you can carry within that region. However, he says, strike that from the record. Why? Because firstly, if it's more than three, the breaches, well, the breaches themselves, you can't rely on Lavud. So you've got breaches. However, also, you, you don't have Ein Kan Makom Arba, meaning the actual standing wall itself, if it's also between three and four, is not a Makom Chashuv. It's not four wide. And therefore, it's not Chashuv enough to now mitzdarif to say, I've got now more Omed Rabala Parots. Because if you recall, as soon as you don't have Lavud anymore, the only way I consider this a Mechitza if I've got more standing wall than breaches. But the problem is, if the standing wall itself is less than four, it's not Chashuv enough. It's not considered significant enough um, to be to Mitzdarev to Omer Rabala Paros. So that's why he says, cross this one off, as I've got, a, as you can see, I put a little strike through on that Mutar. Okay, let's continue. One second. However, we just thought we we're going to see in the next Mishnah, like I explained before. You can have just put vertical reeds that are very, very thin, space less than three from each other, and use that as a mechitza. So you see, even if it's not, you know, four wide, it's it's a kemit starif. No, it's not considered batel. It's not considered nothing. So Amarle, no. Don't bring me a kasha from a situation where the space between the reeds is less than three tfachim. Why? Because as I explained to you, once it's less than three tfachim, the area is considered satum, is considered sealed, and therefore you're, you're applying the principle of wood. And I'm not relying on med um, rabala parutz. I'm relying on the principle of wood, and I'm viewing that entire wall that's made of upstanding poles as being completely sealed. 
Okay, let's continue. Rabbi Yossi Barabum Shemre Mikomakon Mekevan Sha'omed Rabala Parot Mutar. However, he was Cholek. Let me just read this. He says, Rabbi Yossi is Paligarab Chananya, and he says that I don't need the the walls again. What was Rabbi Yochanan's? What was Rabbi Yochanan's kasha? He didn't like this case. He says if it's between three and four, the spaces and walls, well, this, you don't, you can't rely on the wood anymore. And but the walls aren't chashuv enough to be mitzdaret. And he's cholik now. Rabbi Yossi Barabun says in the name of Rab that you know Rab is cholik on that. He says no that as long as I got Omer Marab ala parutz, I don't care really how wide that that uh, that Omed is. Uh, even if it's less than four, it can still meet Starif. Okay, next case. So here's the case. Do you know what? I might just show you a um, picture from a different Mishnah article I had. Okay, you can see it there. This is this is the Mishnah, right? So as you can see, what I've done is I've got I've placed three ropes on this wall. The bottom one is less than three tefachim from the ground. The next rope is less than three tefachim from the one above it, and the, the next rope above it is less than three tefachim from the row above that. Now, if the rope was made of fish line, this whole thing would be nine tefachim from the ground. Well, so therefore, it must be that we're talking about in order, in order, in order to get to 10 tefachim from the ground, that the ropes themselves are thick enough to altogether equal a, at least a, a bit more than a tefach. Okay? As it, um, and it says, that's why the Gemara says, Shur of Shur Chavalim. What's a Shur Chavalim? The thickness of the, the, the ropes themselves has to be more than a tefach. Shiakol Asar Tefachim, so the entire thing can be 10 tefachim high. Seder? Okay. Now, the Gemara says as follows. This is going to be next diagrams. Mikifin chavalim shlosha. This is Amar Abzira lo amru ela beeser or b'tav beeser. It must be that the chavalim themselves altogether each equal a tefach, so the whole height is more than ten, okay, um, or more. That thickness of all the ropes. Hapechomikan. If if it was less than that, that wouldn't work. Okay. Now the point is saying is is that I have to rely on levud between each and every one of those vertical ropes, like we saw before in the picture. Um, and it has to each equal ten tefachim high. I can't rely on anything. I can't rely on maybe we'll just see in a moment. Say omed rubala parutz to seal up off. Okay, so I'll explain as we'll see in a moment. But Taniken, as it says, habit dopan shel shiva. So this case is as follows. We see a brighter that says as follows. You see, you bring to, how do when it comes to a sukkah, how do I make a, a wall of minimum size ten? Oh, I can just bring a wall of shiva tefachim. That's the orange wall I've got here. Place that of uh, uh, you just happily have it slightly less than three tefachim to the ground, and then you've got your wall, because because again you can rely on levud to fill in the space between that board and the ground, and you've got a ten tefachim high wall. So the Gemara says now fill in three words here that are missing. It says Well, why can't I simply if I why what, why can't I just bring three fish lines and do it as follows? And as you can see on the picture, I put one less than three tefachim from the ground. I put another one at the top, and this middle that that, that middle rope I put less than three tefachim from the top rope. So effectively, I've got two filled-in regions by levud, as you can see here in the picture, and this, the the space in between, which is going to be more than four tefachim, is an empty space. But I could just simply say omed maraba ala parutz. I can simply say, look. 
The amount of standing wall based on the wood is going to be just slightly less than six, which is going to be in the majority. So therefore, that would be a good solution. Uh, it must be that I can't rely on Omed Rabala Parots to solve it. Otherwise, that writer would have said that's a good solution. That's what it must be. So the Gemara says, he said, that's not a good kasha. Why is it not? He says, Inat baye makshi hachi makshi. He said, that's not a good kasha. Why is it not a good kasha? Because that's what's called Omed Muruba Mishte Ruchot. As you can see, the empty space in between in the second diagram is actually more than each of those two Levud regions on the, individually. It's only because I'm combining the two together that it's Omed Ravala Paros. Okay? So therefore, the Gemara says, I'll be you, you can uh, you can say it differently. Now you can see here on the on the sheet, I've actually changed the um I've done some uh, I've showed the Chino Girus of the of Rukhaim as we go along. It says you could have asked the following question. Hivi Dofan shell Arba Tvachim so what it's saying is uh, you can see i've changed quite a few words as we've gone along you can bring a pass arba a board of four place it slightly less than three from the ground so place on the board therefore my height from the ground now is slightly less than seven okay if when i'm relying on the wood and then i have a wire at the top a thin wire uh, then, well, I've got slightly more than three, but that's not a problem because I can simply say Omed Maruba a la Parutz. I can simply say, look, the standing wall now is greater than the Parutz opening part, and it's Mitzad Echad now. Once again, the fact that the, that, that wasn't a solution, the Gemara is saying this is a Kasha, meaning the fact that it wasn't a solution means I can't rely on Omed Maruba la Parutz, and therefore, what? Therefore, it must be in our Mishnah that the strings themselves have to ear themselves equal more than a say more than a tefach altogether. So you're not relying on Omed Rebola Parots, you're relying on Lubud the entire way. That's sort of that's the uh, uh, the, uh, the proof here. As it says, Vyeva Kaidamarchalal which is the idea that, in other words, we saw by when the definition of a reshut, say for the well, that the, if you recall, the sides of the well and the empty space could combine and to make the, the area on top of this well as considered like reshut So, so too, that's a concept of menorabala parts to define a reshut. But again, once again, since you say, just to repeat what I've just said, because you cannot, the, 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 that brighter doesn't say just this is a possible solution. It must mean that it doesn't work in this context when you're talking about the definition of the chitzah going upwards in this way. Um, and therefore, that's why with our strings, the strings themselves in our Mishnah have to be equal, themselves have to be equal more than a tefak wide altogether, such that it's levud all the way up the vertical side of the wall. Okay, let's do a little bit more. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish b'shem Rab Yehuda ben Chananya says, Nats arba kanim ba'arba zivot ha'keren v'kasher gemen melamala matzil mishum peah. So Rabbi Shimon Malakish says in the name of Yehuda ben Hananiah that you can rely on Surata Petach for a Mechitza for, 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 um, for Kilai, as we say. I mean, you're in the actual walls, you can simply make poles with strings across the top of it, and that will be enough of a, a Mechitza so you can plant on either side of this wall. So Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Ken Mechitza Shabbos, Ken Mechitza Kilai. Now, in other words, that would also be true by the laws of Shabbat as well. You can rely on Surata Petach. Now, what mean also ken hu ba Shabbos? Meaning the chshovet mukaf b'tzurat apech rishasat aim lina Shabbos. Va'afilu Reb Chaim says yotam asara. 
That means it's when he says afilu b'shabbos means that the rotzot petach works even though the, the the opening itself is wider than ten amot, which is normally a petach. We said it's ten amot. You say rotzot petach works broader than that. We've seen that in my book a little bit, um, and Mr. Shem will pick it up from here too. All right, call to everyone. Have a good day.